Hello and thank you for joining us. This is the Dylan Colstead podcast show and we are here with Lauren Kinghorn from Inspiring Mompreneurs and we're going to be talking about how she's rocking LinkedIn. I want to know about her LinkedIn strategy because when I heard about it, it absolutely blew my mind. So for those of you who follow our podcast, um, this is season three. So in season one of our podcast, what we would we, me, the royal me, <laughs> the royal we, what I was talking about is um, just sharing my ideas. It was the hashtag AskDK show. And basically what I was doing is just giving, you know, people would ask me questions and that was season one. Season two, I interviewed really successful entrepreneurs in South Africa who've gone on to make millions and I wanted to know their story and their, their secrets to their success. That was season two. Now season three, what we're focusing on is I'm finding subject matter experts in digital marketing who really are rocking a channel really well. So we've had some amazing people on the show for season three and I'm really excited about you, Lauren. Because you are, you've got an incredibly unique strategy for LinkedIn. And I think LinkedIn, I don't think a lot of people have a strategy and I don't think they're doing it properly. So firstly, do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself, your brand, your business, what you're about? And then we can start talking about your, maybe introduce yourself. Okay, so my name is Lauren Kinghorn. I'm known as the visionary digital entrepreneur. So basically, I just like trying all different kinds of things in the digital <laughs> space. And I still haven't landed on that perfect thing yet, but um, I'm working on it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so my main brand online is called Inspiring Mompreneurs. That is where I interview mom entrepreneurs and mom inventors, indie authors, um, moms who are doing the most amazing things. And I have met the most incredible women um, and yeah, interviewed them and featured them on my website. Yeah. And I also give people ideas on, you know, how they could become entrepreneurs or business tips on being an entrepreneur, that sort of thing. Yeah. I think every time I meet you, you blow my mind with some new thing that you're doing and just literally cutting edge of the latest in what's happening in digital. That's what, that's what you're working on. So you're a, you're an ideator, you're an early adopter and yeah, you're a visionary, but also you're an executor. Not just somebody thinks about something and talks about it, but you actually go out and do it, which I think is quite impressive. So Lauren, tell us about LinkedIn. Cause um, I often speak about and, you know, talk about LinkedIn and I train on LinkedIn. Um, and I think it's quite intimidating for a lot of people. A lot of, there, there are a lot of people out there who are really rocking LinkedIn very well and they're active on the community and they're posting all the time or they at least are present on the community. They may not necessarily be communicating. But so maybe please mm -hmm. tell us about your, your idea and why you went about it the way you did on LinkedIn. So I first got my training on LinkedIn from an incredible lady named Sharon Atkins. So Sharon Atkins helped me to tweak my basic LinkedIn profile and that was the start of everything for me and she showed me a few little tricks on how to build LinkedIn. So the first thing you have to do really on LinkedIn is to optimize your profile. So you wanna put up there what you represent, who you're about. I mean, obviously you've already done that. Um, because if you don't wanna start contacting people and asking people to connect with you, um, if you don't already have something enticing to show them or something interesting, you know, that would attract them to your profile. 
Um, so that, that is the first thing. But I think what I did differently to anybody else, um, and I didn't get that from anyone's training, is that as I started building, I decided to ignore virtually everybody who was asking me to connect with them. Um, because I found that a lot of them were not in my, um, in my niche. So I have a very, very particular niche. It's mom entrepreneurs, indie authors, um, you know, self people who have self-published people who are going and doing course creation. Um, every time I interview another mom, I go and go into the search bar on LinkedIn and I connect with other mom entrepreneurs in that genre. So if I interview someone who's an indie author, I'll go and look up indie authors, self-published authors. Or if I interview someone who's a TEDx speaker, I'll go and look up TEDx speakers plus mom entrepreneurs, you know, and you can, and LinkedIn is very, very specific. It's, it's an incredible search engine. When you start to look up somebody on LinkedIn, you can see immediately by their profile exactly what they do, especially if they have gone and optimized their profiles. So, so unique about what you were doing is that when I met you, I think at that stage you had 12,000 female only mompreneurs, fempreneurs, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, as you're saying, indie authors, thought leaders. But the fact that it's a women only and such a specific niche following and connections really takes it to the next level, which I thought was a completely unique strategy and really did inspire me because I was just the kind of person that was just accept, 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 you know, and as a result, I'm getting spammed like you've no idea with um, people trying to sell me what I already sell. So, um, so I thought that was pretty unique. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I still get spammed. I do. <laughs> I still get spammed, okay, by people trying to sell me the things, but I just, you know, also ignore most of the messages that come okay. to me. You know, it's also filtering out those messages. But you know, your um, strategy is the right yeah. way because if you try and do it my way, which is you just accept everybody, it's extremely difficult to mass unfollow people. In fact, there is no such thing as mass unfollowing people in a specific from a specific country. Um, for example, I get a lot of people out of India trying to contact me to sell me websites. Now I build websites for a living. I don't want anyone out of India to constantly be messaging me. So I'm trying to find everyone in India who does websites and I literally have to go profile by profile, click, click, click. And there's no like mass unfollow. So the best step is really just in the beginning, not to accept anybody who's outside of that, of your, of your, so have a clear strategy. That's, yeah, so that's one strategy. And there's another thing that Sharon did teach me when she saw what I was doing with my strategy. She said to me, I want to just give you a very good tip. And it was a really excellent tip. She said, there is a little a little thing you can tweak on your LinkedIn um, connections requests thing. And it literally stops people from being able to connect with you instantly. They can only follow you initially. So you can get, because remember, you can only get 30,000 LinkedIn contacts, but you can get unlimited LinkedIn followers. So you can have hundreds of thousands of people following you on LinkedIn, 
eventually, you know, over time as you build your LinkedIn. But yeah, you get you get stopped at thirty thousand, and you know, like I'm at fifteen thousand already. I'm already starting to think, oh, oh, I'm only I've only got fifteen thousand left to go, you know, whatever it is, you know. There's you, you don't want to land up having anybody slip through the cracks that you didn't really want to have there <laughs> because yeah, you only can cool. have thirty thousand connections. But anybody can follow you. That's fine. Yeah. So so there's this little thing that you can tweak in the in the background. I can't remember exactly how I did it. I mean, you, you'll have to ask Sharon. But but it was literally you go into your LinkedIn settings and then you just say that you. I'm sure you could Google it. Yeah. I, I yeah, how to do it. But it, it's, you you go on and you just. So people, it doesn't mean that people can't ask to connect with you, but it reduces those. I mean, I was getting like, because I was on LinkedIn all the time, building my tribe on LinkedIn, I was getting like 60 or 70 connection requests a day. It was becoming ridiculous. I was having, you know, where they say how many people have viewed your profile. It was like 2000 people have viewed your profile because everybody was connected. There was like this frenzy, you know, Mm. and that, and having all those connection requests to say no, 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 no to every, every day was just a pain because I said no to about 80 90 percent of them wow I was very wow. very specific about only accepting women and it's very hard to say only moms because obviously LinkedIn doesn't really say no. you're not going to really put on LinkedIn yeah. whether you're a mom or not you're no. more going to put on whether you're an entrepreneur or not it's more about it's a business platform um so so one thing I wanted to ask you though is I've got a lot of clients who are very particular about who they connect with. So I'm the kind of person I connect with everyone, you a lot more niche, but they will only connect with people that they've met before, which I feel is a little bit of overkill in the sense that you want to almost, I feel, open your following up to the ecosystem if you're looking for customers. And that's where LinkedIn is so great is to position yourself as a thought leader. And so if you want to position yourself as a thought leader, it doesn't help. It's just your immediate people that you've ever met that see your content. Mm. So the minute you so start it depends what you're content, trying to do. Yeah. Is that what they're trying to But are they trying to position themselves as a thought leader? Because if well, they are, then it I've would be important. Into their lives. We're busy um, positioning as thought leaders. And I've encouraged them to start opening up their following to prospects okay. and prospective customers okay. as well. What are they afraid of? What is their fear? What do you think is holding them back? I don't know. I never thought to ask them that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was afraid of what I would be told. Oh, that's very good. Who are you afraid of? Uh, just as regards to LinkedIn. <laughs> don't Because I have had, I mean, I, I ask that because if it's women, I mean, I've had a lot of women say to me that if there's one platform where they have been, um, you know, getting ridiculous messages from people trying to mm. like say, oh, yeah. you're such a pretty lady, yeah. you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I want to be your friend. You know, it's been LinkedIn, yeah. which is so weird because it's a business platform. Yeah, it's but I've tender. had a few friends say to me that's what it's been, you know, and that's that's another reason why I have really stuck to my guns with it being yes. only women. I don't want yeah. to have those ridiculous yeah. messages, you know. Yeah. I'm, that's not what I'm about. I'm building a business here. <laughs> yes, no, I know. <laughs> you know, look, I think one I don't two... care if you think I'm attractive, well, yes. and along with another million people that you sent that spam message to, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're like, oh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. 
<laughs> my husband, I actually did get one or two of those messages where my husband and I sat down together and we made a decision how we were going to react to it. And he oh. said to me, listen, this is what you do. You do nothing. Yes. You do absolutely nothing. So you obviously block and delete yeah. and you get rid of it, but you do not respond in any way. Yeah. Because the moment you yeah. respond, it's a conversation. It's a conversation. It's one way traffic. And it's encouragement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. And then they go away. And then the same message comes through, like, you know, a few weeks later, and it's a different name, you know, but it's exactly the same message. Oh so, God. you know, so That's you just keep block, delete, not respond. Yeah. And then they go away. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't had too much of that. That's horrible. Because I do call yeah. um, LinkedIn Tinder for businesses because it's so great at finding, you know, clients yes. or prospective it's very clients, specific. but yeah, not in a fantastic. horrible, creepy way. So some people yeah. literally think it's Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> no. <That is> weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then, the, uh, then you went a step further and you actually created some um, LinkedIn groups, Fempreneur yes. and Mompreneur. Am I right? Yeah, so I created Fempreneurs Unite and Mompreneurs Unite. And here's what's interesting. So I've been building this very targeted audience, Inspiring Mompreneurs is my main brand. And so I started out with Mompreneurs Unite as my group. And the group grew very slowly, you know, sort of like organically over time. And I landed up with like 30, 35 people or something. And, and then I started Fempreneurs Unite about a month or two later. And it just went crazy. It is like, oh this is the time for fempreneurs. And I just realized this is, this is something I haven't tapped into. And I'd be noticing it myself. I'd be noticing that I'm doing all these amazing interviews with mom entrepreneurs, but I'm also at the same time meeting all these fempreneurs. So I'm meeting people who are sort of wouldn't consider themselves a mompreneur or they wouldn't label themselves that because they're way past being a mom. They may yeah. be grandpreneurs yeah. by now and they don't want to call themselves that either, but they're really happy to call themselves fempreneurs. Um, and then there's of course the young set as well. I mean, think of all the incredible entrepreneurs mm. out there who are young and you know, these millennial mm. chicks are doing amazing stuff online, you know, and especially in the social media sphere, you know, they are incredible. Yeah. And so yeah. th those people also are really happy to identify themselves as fempreneurs because they're not moms yet. You know, I wasn't even a mom till I turned 40. So I get it. You know, not everyone's a mom. So having gone very niche, I'm now opening a wider net and I'm finding that that wider net is actually working for me. Which I is love that idea. I agree because yeah. early on when I was creating content, one of my, um, the guys who was videoing me was like, okay, let's create a post about you being a female and I was like, and you being a mom. And I, when I started talking about being a female entrepreneur and a, a mom entrepreneur, I realized I've got no different battles than any working woman. As an entrepreneur, I have the same, the same battles as every working woman. Like there's nothing that makes my battles different to any working woman or potentially any single Homeschooling right now? Or, oh, <laughs> Are you still feeling that way? No. <laughs> now that you're a homeschooling no. mom. Now that I'm homeschooling, I that this it's just gone to a whole new level. I thought I was working hard before and I realized yeah. that, that was not hard work. This is hard work. <laughs> uh, for the first time I, I actually got organized. Like now I homeschool in the mornings and we try and finish as early as we can. We didn't succeed today because I had early morning meetings. But I try and get it all finished by like one o'clock 
and then I try and work until yeah, whatever hour. Not fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so I so I think it's for me, joke. like the big takeaway for for LinkedIn is definitely number one: know what you're about, know who your target market is, know who you're trying to reach, know what your message is. So I've got the personal branding workbook that I offer up to my followers, and basically in this personal branding workbook, it helps you work out, you know, what's the channel that you're going to love? Is it going to be LinkedIn? It doesn't have to be LinkedIn. It can be Instagram, it can be YouTube, it can be IGTV, it can be. It can be Facebook, it can be Twitter, it can be any other platform. It doesn't have to be LinkedIn. It just depends on who you're trying to reach and where they are. Are they mostly um, going to be on LinkedIn? And is it really the right, what, what's the right platform for you? And then really know what you're going to be talking about. Like what's your content going to be? What's your channel about, I think? And then go and find those people, connect to them. And like you, like you be puritanical, absolutely be, be very rigid and focused on who you let in. And then you can even go on to the next level and create groups and start conversations going. And, and, um, and I imagine that you with 15,000 fempreneurs and, a, and, a, and an active group, I would imagine that that is like brands would really be attracted to working with you because you've got the audience. You've got a highly curated audience. So you're an influencer on LinkedIn, just as there are influencers on Instagram. You know, you've got your 15,000 followers uh, I've got 15,000 followers on Instagram and they are not as engaged as your uh, 15,000 followers on, on LinkedIn are going to be because it's highly, highly, highly targeted. Mine's very broad. One thing I want to mention, uh, you mentioned Facebook. I mean, I have found it uh, quite easy to build a group on Facebook. Um, but Facebook has some very interesting rules and their main rule is that you, that, that is difficult for what I did on LinkedIn. I don't think I can duplicate that on Facebook oh, because wow. Facebook has this rule that you are not allowed to, um, discriminate against either sex. So you can't say this is a fempreneur group or a mompreneur group, and you can't say no to men joining the group. Oh, because wow. that is discrimination. As soon as you do that too much, because I've got a friend who's built that. She's built something called Lady Bloggers Engage. And um, because she's saying no to men, they keep shutting down her Facebook profile. Wow. And then she loses her admin rights and whatever. Wow. It's, it's a really, it's hectic. So I would oh, never try and do the same thing on Facebook. If you're wanting to build a purely targeted audience in terms of women or men, I would go LinkedIn. Okay. It's um, safer. That's good to know. Thank you, Lauren. You've been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for inspiring and sharing your journey and sharing your wisdom and sharing your experience and your passion. And guys, I want to encourage that you go out and follow Lauren on all the social media platforms just to stay, you know, in tune and, and uh, with, she's constantly pushing the boundaries of digital marketing. You know, every time I meet Lauren, she, I'm like, oh, Flip, I also need to be doing this because she's on this new tangent of like the super cutting edge. So she is, she is on the outer limits. Then if you want to like be <laughs> inspired, you. then definitely connect with, if you're a female, connect with Lauren. <laughs> Oh, don't even try. You can follow me if you want. Yeah. Forget about connecting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Lauren, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for okay. your time. And thank you guys for watching. You've been amazing. Okay. Absolute pleasure. Cheers. Thanks, Lauren. <laughs>